Welcome to Game Tech Politics. I have with me the leader of my alliance in my new state, which is 65. This, the, these people, let me tell you a story before I even introduce him. I, I just uh, went into state 65 and I was trying to kind of get a feel for the state. And I ended up joining HOH because I thought, you know, I need to join a smaller alliance just to maybe help them out. Maybe I can help them out a little bit. Well, all of a sudden I see that I'm the only one with T4s in my alliance. And there's no other person that is even remotely strong. They just have a meat shield with them. And that's basically it with HOH. And so I'm like, okay, let me just show these guys not to be afraid to get hit. So I... I literally uh, pour into a player with uh, O2W tags and I send my cannons out just to see if she'll hit me. Well, she doesn't hit me. O2W shows up nine deep. So I am talking with Fiefen from O2W, <laughs> uh, the chancellor of this alliance. And I have to tell you, Fiefen, uh, for one, thanks for joining me. And for two... We have a badass alliance, dude. We do, indeed. Like, we are not afraid to unshield in a second. Like, a, a moment's notice. We, we don't talk about it either. Like, I, I see a lot of alliances will debate on whether to unshield and throw a rally or do a solo hit. We don't debate. We don't talk. We're just pure action. It's just all, yeah, they're all about it. It's just... As soon as we see somebody coming in to threaten one of ours, we're reinforcing or we're rallying back. We're doing something. So how did you build O2W from, oh, did, did you do it from scratch or did, was it already established? So there was a core group of us, uh, maybe 20 or 25 that came over from 60. We didn't know who we were going to have here. So for the first week, I think we were only 48 members, I think. And then a few of them came from from within the state already and then we had some some uh, farm tcs that we had started over here for a couple of weeks so we could at least get an alliance started and uh like a gift level so we could get that up a little bit uh whenever we came here i then got i got asked by a couple of alliances in 62 in 66 and in 41 there was three alliances that reached out they were all going to bring 15 10 to 20 people each um, and I was like, okay, yeah, we can, we can get you guys in. We'll, we'll make it work. So I, I agreed to it with all three or four of the, these alliances and they all brought all their forces together to this one alliance. So it was kind of, it's kind of like four alliances that came into one alliance, but we had the, we had the core of that. Uh, and we just accepted everybody else in. And the, I did a, I did a lot of recruiting to get it. Yeah. Yeah, the the chemistry though is what shocks me is the fact that right. you had four different alliances come together and join one, but the chemistry there is absolutely insane. Like there's no infighting. I've never seen an infighting between our alliance since I've joined up. Oh no. And yeah, not at all. Uh and the the amount of help with uh resources or with uh somebody getting attacked it, it's like a whole dynamic of, of um, it's just a different feel from all the other alliances that I've joined. And man, I have yeah. to give it to you. You've, you've done some great shit. So I, I messaged you uh, on Alliance Chat about the filthy hooligans might join State 65 and I shouldn't even be putting this out there right now because I don't really want to encourage them to come to 65. But how do you feel about having a twin alliance like us coming into 65? It would it would definitely, like we talked about, it's definitely going to put some you know dynamical changes into it. Um, we're already changing but, as it is. Yeah, we're already changing. The way I kind of explain it is, we're like going through puberty at this point. There's some people here that, that already went through puberty and they're, they're doing fine. They're growing. There's some people here that think they are, but they're not even close to it. And then this whole state dynamic as it changes and, and they're trying to make it more of a democratic state, which I agree with, but the rules that they try to make democratically voted on, it's just not going to work. 
there's so many gray areas. People are going to break the rules. I mean, we need simple, easy rules right now until we can become all, you know, experienced players. And then we can actually break off into better rules that make more sense. So you just uh, heard it here first. We had our first seventh grade health class puberty uh, section <laughs> of the podcast. But um, now in regards to we're, we're going to do a segment on tips and tricks, if that's OK with you. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, this state is fairly new and we have a lot of players under 150 mil. And I know that a lot of those players are not in our alliance, but to kind of help them out and help them grow a little bit. The first thing that I noticed when I first started playing the game was I was averaging out all of my sheriff skill development uh, skills. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I was averaging all of them out. And I learned that that's really not how you play at all. You want to maximize... You know, you want to maximize what you're working on as far as and goals are. If you're out there just taking and getting resources, of course, you want to maximize your gathering. You want to maximize your uh, construction and research because that's what is going to uh, allow you. If, you, if you're uh, mining for resources, you're doing it for a purpose, and that's either to build troops, to build your buildings, or to maximize your research. And so I find it that if you take and maximize the bottom of the section on your sheriff skill reset, it's going to benefit you greatly. Now, how long did it take you to finally um, figure that out? Uh, probably until I was about maybe 50 million in size is whenever it kind of clicked and I was like, oh, these presets I should be using for a reason. And I did have, you know, kind of a mentor in my old state that was showing me, hey, this is how I do mine. Um, you should try to set yours up like this instead of, like you said, averaging them out like I was trying to do. Yeah, and I, that was about the time that I started doing my uh, skill reset as well. I, I ended up about 40 million and I figured it out like two months later, like, man, I'm not growing as quickly as I right. should. Um and so that, that, that was a really good trick. Now, when you have three sheriff cues in your, what are they called when you hit your sheriff picture and then the you presets, the presets, you have three, three of them. How do you use your three presets? Everybody uh, right, uses them differently. So how do you use them? Yeah, right now I have the, my building research one um, that also does like my troop training and trap building. Uh, my second one is for my battle. That's like uh, whenever I want to put in, you know, a big kind of because my cav attack is, is pretty strong right now. I think I'm in the 1300s right now for my attack percentage. And uh, for me to do that, I have that for my for my second option. My third option, I it, it kind of it rotates. There's one that I use that's producing for for whenever I want to do resource production with my stone so I can get it up to like 2.5 million an hour um, or silver, you know, similar to the same way. Or I may do one that's like an all-defensive one where I put my trap attack and stuff up if I'm expecting someone to hit. Or if I want to fake somebody out like an SVS, I'll put it as infantry so they hit me with something that I want them to hit me with. Therefore, I can hit them with what I actually want to hit them with. That That's exactly that's kind of how I do it. I have, I have one for my construction research and training. And then I have one for attack. And then I have one for defense. And yeah. um, so your skill development... Um, points that you use do not be afraid to take and reset them you get every single one of them back people don't be afraid yeah. to hit that uh, skill reset it only costs 80,000 loyalty points to get one of those yeah. so uh, taken uh, I, I would suggest you having about 10 of them at, at the very least uh, available to you because you never know when you need to switch things up quickly yeah the sheriff development skill reset, you mean? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, definitely. And then your your equipment goes hand in hand with your skill development reset. So if you are taking and doing construction and research and training, you want to use your equipment that is specifically designed for research or construction. There's only right. there's only uh, one um, equipment for training, and that's the compass. Um, uh, and you, you can 
create three of them. I've I've created two of yeah, them. Yeah, you can have three of them. But um, I, I've created two of them to use, uh, and I just suggest everybody to create three and then upgrade them every time that you're able to. That will allow you to train troops at a faster rate. Um, and then we have, um, of course, I think everybody knows about the little casino hack. Yeah. So basically on there, you have the three cards. What you do, people, if you don't, if you haven't learned this yet, you take and you press your finger. If you're on your phone, you press your finger on that middle card and you don't un, you don't um, let go of the screen. You just slide up. And then when the cards get done setting, then you slide down and you find the card that is black. I, I think that I explained that correctly, haven't I? Yeah, it's like a shaded area. You go, you keep the finger on the screen at the whole time. Whenever you go over the cards, one of them will be shaded. It'll show a shaded and then the other two won't. Right. The shaded one is the one that you want to click and that'll be, it'll get it every time. And what are the, some of the gifts that are available to you when you uh, do your casino? I think that's like the, the big ones that I get would be, it's either a hundred or 120,000 grain or like 60,000 log or rubble or iron. Uh, I think my gold, I either get 40 or 50 gold whenever that uh, reward pops up. And you also get your VIP hours. That means that mm -hmm. you, and I believe that uh, other than uh, when people purchase actual uh, gold packs, I believe the casino is the only place to get uh, hourly or day uh, VIP points. So it's yeah, very important so that you, yeah. it's, it's monotonous. It's very boring, but it's right. very important. You finish those, um, uh, finish every those tasks day. every day. Um, then there is, uh, attacking. Now I see a lot of people in this, um, in other states, not, not this one particularly, but the, in other states, I see a lot of people soloing, uh, when they attack. We, as a, an alliance, we do pretty much nothing but rallies and rallies are yeah. more effective because you have more troops and we just did a rally uh, about 25 minutes ago and <laughs> I, I feel sorry for this guy <laughs> because we had uh, I didn't I, I poured it in and I was trying to get I was uh, trying to get my troops back from a gob rally and I poured it in like three seconds too late but oh, yeah. <laughs> my 470,000 troops wouldn't even made really that big of a difference because this guy lost 2.5 was it 2.5 tr million troops yeah i think you lost 2.5 million troops and it was like 30 million force but the one before that that was the big one he lost like 3 million troops and like 50 million force yeah uh the the one that flames ran prior so what was his mistake i already know what his mistake was but i want to see if you caught it what was his mistake the the guy getting rallied or... yes yes okay so he he was starting to pour out his resources. So we already knew that. And he was trying to camp, but he wasn't camping enough around him. And, his, and the people that were coming in, they could have created a far more, you know, area for us to, to go through. But what he should have done, he, he if it was me getting rallied, instead of just automatically camping my guys, I'll wait till they start marching. That way I can know what's coming at me. And then I will I will camp out my weak troop type to what if they're sending range to me you know i'm going to send out my infantry in a camp so i just have cavalry and range at home and they'll run into a, a brick wall along with my traps and uh it, it, it helps it helps the dynamic of getting the win on on defense that that's exactly what i saw and i saw another thing he did not have his sheriff when we right, hit him right people let you me tell gotta, you you got to have your sheriff in there if you're being you rallied confidence in your sheriff absolutely and you're i mean uh, let them let them execute it because they're they're spending their twenty dollars their kids lunch money on mm -hmm. on uh something that you can get back with 80 loyal eighty thousand not even eighty thousand i believe it's like only twenty twenty thousand yeah it's cheap 20,000 loyalty points, you'll get your sheriff back immediately. So do not worry about that. And if they keep the sheriff and they just keep it for a long time, then that's that's when you take and get your alliance Five together guys. and rally that person. Yeah, <laughs> rally him back and release it. Yeah. 
Um, so that guy lost so many troops by camping his sheriff. And yeah. not only that, but he had research and construction gear on at the time. Yeah, I noticed so, that afterwards too. Yeah. So that was a, a perfect eye for him to hit him. So even if he did have his sheriff, the results would pretty much be, it would have been a little different, but he would have still lost a mad load of troops. Is there any, is there anything? So basically our Alliance has got this rally down pat. Yeah, we're Um, pretty good on it right now. I had a, a lady from uh, state 43, the past couple podcasts, and she's going to be in this one as well. Uh, She's going to be talking about state versus state. um, And it was two uh, undefeated teams, state 43 and state 49 going against each other. And state 43 came out on top. Now she gave me some hints and tricks that is going to blow people's minds. Now, a lot of people will have their farms and will save their gold like myself. I will save my gold in my farms, especially if you have an alliance such as ours with a, a pretty decent... Our, our gift level is getting up there. It's only 16 yeah, we're, we're now. Yeah, we're 16 now. So that's pretty much as good as... It, I mean, that, that takes you to jump from, from 600 gold for a platinum gift to 1,200 gold for a platinum gift. So Right. Now, I will save all that gold, and what I'll do is when we're taking county or when we're taking gov, is I will take and pour in my uh, my farm alliance, and I will send one troop in to that um, rally. And I will use that gold to uh, speed up that rally, so that way hmm. the other team does not have a chance to switch out their troops i will use so it costs it's very expensive 1500 1500 just to speed it up five percent but if you have fifty thousand gold in your farm alliance you can do you can do some max damage with that farm alliance and and actually uh utilize it in a different way i also have a trip uh, a little tip um that is kind of neat i don't know if you've ever heard of this feban but um, on ghost town, this is, this is really neat. So on ghost town, have you ever heard of teleport farming? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can, Jerry, Jerry was the one that showed me that a, a while back. And okay. Go ahead and explain crazy. it. Go ahead and explain it. I've, I've not been able to do it. Um, but I, but I understand the dynamic of it is you open up, you open up the ghost town, um, adventure whatever level you want it on and i whenever you poured in do you have to have your farm in there with you or is it that the farm has to be in your spot the you don't you do not use your farm to participate in ghost town you basically have you'll have to have um another screen next to you uh with that farm account logged in what what you do is when you go into Ghost Town, it will port you out of your alliance area or wherever you're sitting at. Right. What you want to do is you want to camp your troops in that spot that you ported out from. So that way when you when you get done with Ghost Town, you cannot take and port back to that area. Right. Uh, and then you'll end up getting a free teleport out of that. Right. And you can keep doing that over and over as much as many times as you want yeah right yeah that's okay that's i knew it was something like that i knew i hadn't been able to do it yet because i haven't had double screens but and if you have multiple farms that's where you can take and get all of your teleports if you have multiple farms that's that's what or if you have someone working with you and say hey port in my spot and and once that happens, then you can take and do multiple. Uh, you can get multiple teleports. I thought that was a neat little trick. Um, yeah. Now we have uh, defense. If someone's rallying you, what are you going to do, Feven, when uh, you have a rally that uh, is set for five minutes? Um, well, first of all, I try to. I'll try to come back or have people come to me if they need to, but normally it's better for you to go back to the Alliance um, or around people that, that, you know, can reinforce you. But if it's just going to be like, it's, it's them versus me. Like I'm by myself on this one. Uh, As soon as, as soon as I see what's marching towards me, usually I try to get as far away as I can from them. 
So when they set it for five minutes, I wait till the timer gets down to 20 seconds. Then they're going to port by me because they want to be close to me too. So then I'll, at that point, I'll, I'll port away again. So it tries to get them away from you. So if I can get them to go on an hour march, that's what I'm going to try to do. That way I know what's coming at me for the next hour. And I can, I can adjust how I want my strength, my gear. Uh, I can get rid of the troops that are going to get hurt by their rally. I can keep and, uh, you know, give my, if I need to give power bursts or uh, any kind of, of boost to any of my heroes or anything, I can do that. Um, and then, yeah, get rid of the weak troop type and then hit them back with what I have. Now, with you taking and porting and making an hour-long march and you don't want to afford to lose any of your troops, that hour-long march, you can actually t- take and just shield shield up. Um, when, at the end of that too, yeah. Yeah, so so my, my theory is, see, that's very smart. When you have a rally and they, they take and port right next to you and you have like 10 seconds left, I end up taking and porting into uh, right next to government because then you'll have a slower march time mm, next to government. Too, yeah, that's and, smart, yeah. And that, that takes a lot of time. That way I can get shielded. That's what I did with O2W when they pulled a rally on me uh, <laughs> for for taking and throwing some uh, uh, cannons. Um, I think it was Crazy Ki- Kitty, Crazy Kitty yeah. That, yeah. I, that I was messing <laughs> with. And but you know after that happened, you guys welcomed me. Uh, oh really, yeah, of course. Like it was, it was great. It wasn't. There was no hard feelings uh, lost no. with that. She didn't lose a single troop, I don't think. So, um, yeah. but okay. Well, that that's. Um, we'll do another tips and strategies on the West game at another time. That's all we have for you today. I really appreciate uh, Fifan for taking the time. I am saying that correctly, right, Fifan? Yeah, Fieven, Fieven, yeah. Okay. Um, I think I just appreciate you taking the time to um, do this with me, and hopefully we'll have um, another podcast really soon about the changes in 65. That's going to be an interesting topic. So Absolutely, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. All right, no problem. And if you guys stay tuned, we will have the Bank Robber 69 talk about state versus state, state 43 versus state 49. And the outcome was absolutely shocking. Thanks again, guys. We had SVS this weekend, and we had the top, two alliances battling out with each other, State 49 and State 43. They were the only two undefeated teams in the West game, and State 43 came out on top. So the Bank Robber 69 has uh, joined me tonight, and she is going to do a recap on the big win for her and her uh, state. Thanks for joining me. And so what happened uh, with State versus State? Um, well, thanks for having me. Um, but so, uh, state versus state was pretty boring. Um, I predicted that there would be a good fight, um, com- coming from 49 just because of everything I've heard from them, plus all the shit talking they've given us over the past few months. But there was not a fight whatsoever. Um, nothing. Everyone shielded. So you had Alabama, which was a 1.9 billion force from State 49. You you told me earlier that he shielded pretty quickly. What happened with that? Um. So. So right out the gate, um, we wanted them to kind of get comfortable, go into battle fever, maybe take a few buildings, and they did. And then, of course, we went crazy. Um, We probably had a rally set on probably every single player that was sitting at a building within maybe 15 minutes of SBS starting. Uh, We kind of wanted to give them like a five to ten minute lead way just to get out and get comfortable, drop their shield, and turn that battle fever on because that's what we wanted. Um, We spent probably like the first maybe hour or two just taking buildings rallying a bunch of people that was maybe around two to three hundred mil force there was a couple bigger guys like four or five hundred mil 
um, going around just solo and everything that had shield drops that we could solo and then then we got bored because everybody shielded up um everybody ran home and shielded and started camping around their hive to protect them and only thing that was unshielded was alabama and so in our group in our little rally group that we have um we're all sharing his cords and like you guys want to do it let's let's go ahead and set it so we started scouting him and we couldn't get a scout from him he was sitting in like a mixed defense gear what um, do you mean by that and so he wasn't like in just like a single troop type gear set he was in like a mixed gear defense um I, I can't even remember exactly what he was wearing, but we're, we're like, let's just do it. Let's just go ahead and set four rallies. Um, and then before we could even get it done, he popped the shield. <laughs> so, uh, I think we put coward titled on, title on him just for doing that. Like He's like 1.9 billion force and popped a shield during SDS. 1.9 billion force, and you set four rallies on him. What? Well, we weren't able to. We were go. We were getting ready to. I mean, we had sent some scouts. He had anti scout on, um, sitting in his defense gear. We thought maybe he's sleeping, so let's just go ahead and do it. We were all talking about it for a good 30, 40 minutes before we decided we was gonna do it. And he popped a shield. Like, I I think he knew we was talking about him. Like his ears were burning or something because uh, he shielded immediately. So who was who was running that rally? What was the force behind that rally that was running on him or was going to run on him? Um, it probably would have been uh, Queen Gladdy from our alliance. Um, she's got a maxed out rally size. Uh, she's triple threat, so pretty much she probably would have sent her best, her best, best uh, gear, which is uh, infantry. So... Um, she probably would have ran one. We probably would have had like maybe Popeye from TFF run one and had Vanny from IF run a rally and then maybe one other person. We, we have quite a few other rally leaders, but that's probably what we would have done. And we would have timed it perfectly where they all hit around the same time. And we probably would have lost some sheriffs and a whole lot of troops, but we wanted to see what we could do, so we didn't care. So how do you guys coordinate your rallies with other different alliances? Now, I I brung up in the past that you mentioned earlier that I, I was, you know, State 57 was in a disarray, and we couldn't get a lot of the member or a lot of the alliances active in state versus state so we came together and thought well maybe we should take and form just one big alliance and you told me no that that's a no-no and so tell us why that's a no-no um well during svs a lot of people what they do in order to avoid rallies while they're in battle fever and they have a rally set on them is to port to the other state um so when you have a rally set on someone in your state or whatever, and they end up porting to the other state to avoid that rally, they can stay there for as long as they want, and you are not able to port to that state to hit them. So what we do is we have um, like calls going on, like group calls, like inline chat or Discord going on within our alliance so that we can coordinate, get things set up. We set up a rally delay, so we delay our, all of our rallies which is we send one troop from a farm or something from way across the map. So it has like an hour or so march. So as soon as um, they set the rally, we fill it. We get one troop in there to delay that rally. And we start getting other alliances to get rallies set. So we'll have like two or three rallies set in one state on the player. As soon as they port over to the other state to avoid those rallies, we get two or three rallies set in that state. So he's either going to take those three rallies, two or three rallies, or he's going to have to port back to the state that he was in and take those two or three rallies. We have all of them set up on a delay 
So as soon as that rally leader ports to the target, that rally is going to immediately start marching. So there's no way that they can avoid it. Um, we have this down to a science within our state. We work very well together. We all know if someone says, I have a rally set, we, we pretty much know what they have set. If not, we tell them what is set. So when we have two or three rallies set up in one state, we have one infantry, one range, one cav. In the other state, we'll have one infantry, one range, one cav. Um, in, in a perfect world, that's how it works. Sometimes it's not always perfect, um, but that's what we do. That's, that's how crazy we go on people. So uh, I remember one guy during SBS saying, I dropped shield for 30 seconds and I had five rallies set on me. And he he got zeroed uh, <laughs> there was no way he could avoid it because we had three rallies in one state set on him and two rallies in the other state set on him um and he took all five of them and was zeroed so, so is that the reason why you don't want just one big alliance you want all the alliances yeah. in one state to be active that way you can set rallies um just like you you put out Exactly. Um, so like if Alabama was running around and hitting people and, and, and things like that and in battle fever, that's exactly what we would have done. If we would have had more alliances able to do that, um, set in rallies, we would have had like four or five rallies in each state to set on him. And if they all march at the same time and they all, and he decides he wants to port and take all of them at the exact same time, it's going to hurt him. He's, there's no way that anyone can defend that. Um, and it will hurt us less because he's not going to be able to defend it. So if there's more alliances with at least a decent rally leader that can lead them and a decent rally size, and someone is trying to avoid, there, there's no way that they can avoid four rallies coming at them at once. There's, there's nobody in this game that can avoid that during SVS. So then there's no way to defend it either, um, which is, it sucks to be the defender, but uh, if you're the one in the rally, it's it's awesome that way. So that's how we run things during SBS. Now, you placed in the top third, and what was your strategy going in on trying to place, you know, in the top 10? I know that uh, you always want that number one spot. So what did you do that other people didn't do? that allowed you to get into that top three positions? I don't know if I did anything different than what other people were doing, but um, I definitely played the whole 24 hours. Um, so that whole 24 hours, I pretty much had a March size boost on. I was soloing anything I could solo and find. Um, and then when it came to rallies, I would have a boosted March in my rally. So I had 935k troops of my own troops in my own rally. And then I would have, of course, my rally fillers that would come and fill the rally. And they'd have anywhere from 600 to 900 as well because some of them would have boosted marches. So every rally I was running, I had 900k, 930k troops in my rally. So I was killing a lot of troops within my own rallies. Plus, joining other rallies. I was sending 930k to rallies. So I was killing a lot of troops within those rallies. And so during SBS, playing a whole 24 hours, soloing people, uh, running rallies and joining rallies. I don't think there was a rally I wasn't in. Maybe one or two I didn't join. Um, that's probably because I was being the rally delay or something. But um, it, it's it's going into it i'm not there to go gather and hit minions and um and, and things like that i'm there to go and kill troops because i don't really do a whole lot of fighting within my state sbs is kind of my my time to go and fight so i build up for sbs and then i go crazy so going into sbs i from the beginning to the end i am searching for targets i have every single alliance from that state bookmarked and literally it's checking bookmarks one after the other and repeat uh looking for targets and then we also have a lot of people in our alliance that do sit and gather and hit minions or sit at capital or sit at buildings to hold buildings 
um, and all they do is scan the map and look for targets. Uh, if they see a building blinking, they'll they'll send the cords to whoever's trying to attack that building to us, and we we go and mess their whole day up. So that's it's not really a strategy. It's just kind of like just hit anything that's moving type of thing. How many teleports do you go through in SVS? Um, so I think I started this SVS with maybe a little over 200 and I ended it with 25. Wow. I got 25 teleports. Yeah. So do you, how do you, do you purchase those with gold? How do you purchase all your teleports? (laughs) Um, well, some of them do come in the packs that I get. Um, but, uh, I don't do that. I do what they call port farming or whatever, um, where you trade ports from like a bank or a farm to your main account. I don't know if you ever heard of that. So basically you buy the $99 pack that allows you to send gifts to people and then you will take and send those ports over to your main account? No. What... What you do, have you ever gone into Ghost Town and like your spot that you was in was taken by another person or a minion or something like that and it auto-ported you to a random spot on the map and you got a free teleport? Yes. Okay, so port farming pretty much is you do that, but like on purpose. So I'll jump into Ghost Town, somebody will camp my spot, and when I get done with Ghost Town, I get a free teleport. Um, you can do that with a bank or a farm. So like it'll random port me to a random spot on the map. I send those cords to my bank. I jump back into ghost town and I port my bank to the spot I was sitting in. And then every time I do that, I get a free port that they call it port farming, but, but don't you have to spend those ports to go back to your town? No, not if you, not if you don't move. You, you get a random port every time you leave Ghost Town. So you rack up ports on your main account, and then you spend ports on your bank. And so during, like, hot sale, I'll buy a bunch of ports on my bank with the gold that I have on there. And then during Ghost Town, I port farm. You guys do some ridiculous shit with this game, man. You guys got it down to a T. Yeah, I mean, people are like, oh, my God, you probably spend thousands of dollars and it's like no i spend money on gear but i really don't i don't spend a whole lot of money on ports and gold and all types of stuff i don't i really don't do that so now it's 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 a trick but don't talk about it it's like fight club don't talk about port farming because then the devs are going to take it away from us so don't (laughs) anybody don't take it and use it but don't talk about it okay now, I know that we're getting away from SBS, and that's okay, because I, I have some questions for you. We, we were talking about um, really, big, uh, really big towns, you know, 500 mil. We, we see, and we're not going to name names, but I, we were scanning the map earlier, or at least I was, and I was showing you some 500 mil accounts with only you know, uh, 50 mil kill, 45 mil kill, you know, 100 mil kill. What, mm. What's your take on that? Mm. Uh, <clears throat> those are some, those are definitely people I go after. I'll say that. Um, Why? Because they don't have any experience, obviously. Um, you can tell that they don't, they don't go into battle fever a whole lot. They don't hit people. They definitely do not defend. Um, people like that are definitely people I go after because they see a rally on them, they're going to freak out. They see that red screen, they're going <laughs> to freak out even more. And they're not going to know what to do. They're not going to know how to check to see what's coming at them. They're not going to know how to change gear. And whatever I got coming at them is going to scare them. And they're just going to try to jump around the map and waste a bunch of ports and... Now, your alliance has a rule. Your alliance has a rule. What is that rule that we're talking about? Oh, um, we have, like, in order to join us, you know, we have, like, 
certain things you need to have in in experience and kill force is one of them we do expect people to have at least double the amount of force killed than their actual force so as you're building no matter what force you are but as you're building you need to be gaining experience fighting experience which is going to get you force killed you need to be joining rallies and getting force killed you need to be going out and trying to solo people and get force killed and gaining that experience and learning how to defend because if you can't defend for yourself there's no way an alliance can help you defend also by reinforcing you. And, you know, if you don't know how to call out what's coming at you in a rally and things like that, there, there's no way that, that you would be able to, to hang with us. And I, I don't I say that in, a, in the best way possible, but it's, it's really just to save people's lives. You have to have that experience to come in and, and hang out with us because we are definitely going to have some big people coming after us and our little guys or people that may be inexperienced so and that pretty much goes for most of the alliances in our state our big fighting alliances in our state we got to have some experience to come and hang out because especially if one of our enemies is coming for us and with a rally or whatever I'm going to be looking to see who's going to be the easiest target to hit that's still in that rally. Um, so if someone has like, let's say, for example, like 250 mil force, but they have like three or four billion force killed, I'm going to know that that person is experienced and they're going to know what to do and they're going to know how to take a rally. But if there's somebody that's like maybe even three or 400 mil force, but only like 100 or 200 million force killed, I know that person probably doesn't know how to defend, change their gear, and tell what, tell their alliance what they need to be reinforced with. So I might go after the 300 million force person over the 250 mil force person. Now, I hear you constantly. Uh, every time that I talk to you, I hear you say rallies. Every other sentence, you use the word rallies. And I, the states that I've, the states that I participated in, which is only two, 57 and 65, I have only seen probably now the, the group that I'm with in 65, the alliance that I'm with, uh, O2W, it's, uh, ones to watch. That's the name of the alliance. They, they hold rallies all the time. It's, it's the first time I've ever really seen anything like it. Now, in State 57, there was only one guy that I participated with rallies on almost every other day. Uh, and that was GS. Um, but other than that, I've never really hardly ever seen any rallies pulled by any bigs uh, against uh, your foes. And... So rallies is it. Rallies is how you do the most damage and you're the most effective as a group, right? Exactly. Um, so in at my stage, at my state stage of this game, we're at the point where there's no solo targets. There's people that are around maybe the 100 to 200 mil force range. And I do go out and solo them sometimes. Um, but it's going to take me three, four, maybe even five solos, depending on how much meat they have, in order to zero that person if I'm going for a zero. And that's going to knock me a lot of force. So soloing someone like that is going to lose myself a lot of force. Rallying someone, I'm going to lose whatever force you know maybe a few 100 mil maybe more if they're bigger um but the loss is going to be spread out over my alliance so it's easier for everyone to rebuild what they lost instead of trying to go out and solo people i love soloing people though i love finding solo targets so don't get me wrong i miss it because when i was growing in my old state that's what i love to do is go out and solo people um because it's it doesn't give anybody any time to defend. Um, you can go and hit somebody. You can even speed your march up and hit them instantly so they don't have time to change gear on you. And it, that's the best thing. Running rallies is is definitely for the big boys. <laughs> so uh, 
I, I do talk about rallies a lot because my state is at that point where we are pretty much a rally state. They're, you're not hitting anybody with solos anymore. We do have some smaller alliances that do get picked on so much, and I, I hate to say it, but they do get soloed a lot. Um, but when it comes to actually battling and the fun battles that are that give you that rush, that give you that satisfaction, those are those are going to be the rallies on on these bigger guys. When you take a hundred mil force off of somebody in one rally, that stuff is satisfying. But going solo on a little person really isn't satisfying to me anymore. Going solo someone that's like 150 to 100 mil and hitting them for a lot when and I don't lose a whole lot, that stuff is satisfying. But I really don't get that a whole lot in my state anymore. Um, we, we're pretty much a rally state at this point. So for all those younger states out there, uh, such as mine, how how do you encourage people to start doing rallies more instead of just being a single player game because that's basically all the new the newer states from 56 on up you'll get a single player uh most of them will do single player games they won't hold they won't do uh team rallies and and all that so how how is a person like me going to be able to encourage others to do rallies so pretty much running rallies is a group effort. Um, it is definitely a group effort, and you have got to practice it. You're going to have learning how to do it as a group. You're going to have bad rallies, and you're going to have good rallies, and you're going to have things go wrong. You're going to have um, – you're going to port at the wrong time, and you're going to do some stupid stuff, and you're going to lose troops. But once you get it down as an alliance, it is perfection after that. What you need to do, being a smaller person, like back when I had my alliance in 41 and we were all little and we could still camp all of our troops, I would literally find a target. And uh, at that time, I, I probably was the rally leader for my alliance. I had a couple other people that could run rallies, but um, I would find a target and I'd be like, guys, camp all your troops except for this type of troop. And that's exactly what they would do. So before they even drop shield, they would camp around the hive, all their troops that they were not sending to the rally. Literally, as soon as everybody was ready, I would set the rally, go into battle fever myself, and everyone would send their troops to my rally. And it, it takes practice doing that because you got to know exactly how many troops are coming into your, how many troops your rally can hold, um, how many troops you can camp if you're not campable. You need to figure out if you're going to keep your sheriff home and take a solo hit from somebody possibly, or if you're going to uh, camp your sheriff and your bigger troops and take a meat hit. Um, so it takes a lot of practice doing that type of stuff when you're small. Um, once you become big and you can't take a solo hit anymore, it's just uh, the matter of just hitting the button, joining the rally, trying to get in there before everyone else. So really just practicing, um, practicing with setting a rally delay, having someone port to the corner of the map and sending one troop into your rally to delay it. So when you do port to your target, that rally's going to hit immediately, start marching immediately, um, things like that. You just got to, you got to start practicing with your team. You've got to just encourage them like, Hey guys, let's just do it. Um, well, the the last time, the last, sorry to interrupt you, but the last time that I, that I said, let's just do it, I was basically kicked out of my alliance. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I hope, I hope State 57 is listening to this. So the last time, the very last time that I would, the last, uh, I'd say 72 hours that I was in state 57. I said, guys, we have 19 people here. Let's take over government. And one of the guys hated that advice and said, Hey, if we was to make, if, if you, if you was a leader, we would have made you one, you know, type of thing. If you guys would just listen to this scenario. Um, yeah, I can encourage you guys all you want, but then there's going to be some backlash, unfortunately, and I I just couldn't I couldn't stick around for that bullshit. 
Um, yeah, and it sounded like he was dealing with a bunch of troop huggers, is what we call them, because th- there's a point where you have to just do it and figure it the fuck out, honestly. You, you can't just be like, it, you're never going to get it perfect, especially on a first try. You have to just do it. Um, set the rally, fill the rally, and you know what? A few people might take some hits, um, but make it make it hurt them or make it make them waste ports because you have all your troops camped and they're just going to burn an empty town. You know, get rid of all your resources, camp all your troops, join the rally, and fuck up that building. And really just doing that over and over again and not giving a shit about what you lose and not giving a shit about the amount of troops you lose that's when you start learning things and then you learn how to save your troops you learn who's your best rally leaders you learn who's going to be in your rally you go, you're going to learn who's going to be that person that's going to be like i'll be the delay for your rally um and type thing so if you just have to do it honestly you, Lo- you can't if you want to be that type of person that wants to fight and actually play this game the way it's supposed to be played and your alliance is not on the same page, find a different alliance. That's the best advice I could give anybody. Go find a fighting alliance because there's a lot out there. Luckily for me, I am in an alliance where our chancellor holds rallies like no other. The first time that I even met this group, I was um, I was in an alliance that nobody had T4s. I was the only person to have t4s um unlocked and so i went and um i saw somebody hunting and i ported next to them and i just started sending i, I did a uh the bank robber uh scene where i started sending cannons in without my sheriff just to see if they'll hit me just to see if i could you know what my def just show my alliance what my defense can do and to kind of teach them not to be scared to get hit. It's not a scary thing to get hit. So that's what I was genuinely doing. I was in the HOH group. And so I ended up porting next to a person with O2W tags. And all of a sudden, uh, after I sent in my second round of cannons, I was surrounded by like eight or nine of them. And they, they put a rally on me, and the first thing I, I did was I just uh, went to go, uh, went to um, Midtown and uh, stayed there and just waited it out to see if my, um, my battle fever would go away. And then I ported back to my town and shielded up really quick. But uh, that's why I joined O2W is because... That's exactly what you need. You need a team that's going to be there in a matter of a second, and they were. And I, I had some laughs out of it. I was like, okay, I found my group. I found my group that's that uh, is not scared to drop a shield. And so hopefully, hopefully, State sixty five will start doing that. I know that we have uh, some big alliances um, in sixty five now with all this move. Are, are you ever going to move to another state or are you just as state 43 your home? Mm-hmm. Or is that is that question going to get you in trouble? No, no, no. It's not going to get me in trouble. State 43 is my home, honestly. There, there was a time a little while back where I was like, I'm leaving because I was irritated about some things. But honestly, like you look around at other states and they're they're quiet. Nobody fights. If the people that are around my size, they're either you go to state six or 28 to fight or you go to a peaceful state where these giants farm in peace um, and just sit and build troops all day. Uh, And I'm not that person. So 43 is definitely a fighting state. There is never a dull moment. there, I mean, there's a few dull moments sometimes whenever we decide we're going to take a nap or whatever, but um, <clears throat> there's there's literally never a dull moment in 43. Like, Let me ask you something. Ran on people every day. Are you a shit talker? He, yes. I am the pot stirrer of state 43. Oh, so, so uh, you, okay. So <laughs> I, I had the title for a little bit in state 57. What? <laughs> 
so this is our shit talk segment. Uh, let's <laughs> let's break it down to forty nine. Um, what kind of shit talk do you have for forty nine right now? They are a bunch of shield pussies, honestly, <laughs> because they talk so much shit about fucking us up and uh, let one day we're gonna we're gonna get you guys in SVS and and we're gonna mess you up and da 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 and we're undefeated and all that talk and they literally did nothing. There was a few people that got out and got a few dead town sheriffs or whatever or soloed some little people or something. They literally came home with no troops and no sheriff, no resources and burning for 12 hours. So what did you guys win by? Uh, a lot, like almost what? 400 mil points, three. I don't even know. It was like six. It was definitely over. Yeah. It was definitely over 300 million. Yeah. I mean, we, we gave them a new asshole. If that's <laughs> what you want to call it. And I said that in state chat, I asked them how they liked it because <laughs> they did nothing. Their, their biggest player in the state, the biggest player, Alabama in a with us. Yes. Alabama. The, the biggest guy literally shielded because he didn't want to fight. He didn't even leave his high. Not one time. He sat in the same exact spot for 24 hours. You know how many people in State 49 is going to be listening to this and then getting on to Alabama's ass for not doing his work? Yes, and that dude had all gold gear. I mean, he, he could have messed up quite a few of us up, and he didn't. There was quite a few people with really good gear. That's one thing the devs don't put into account whenever they match states together is the attack that people have, their gear, and that. They, they put in their research and, and their build and their force and their force killed, but they don't put in their gear. And that is what wins SBS is who, who, can, who has the best rally, pretty much. And Alabama really... Him and his bigger guys in his alliance, they could have ran rallies on us. They could have took buildings. They could have fought for buildings. Like, that man has plenty of troops to fight for a building. But he didn't. That that alliance didn't. And their whole state was talking shit to them. The whole SVS talking about how <laughs> all they do is not, they're, they're going to shield up the first chance they get a fight and something I don't even know. I really wasn't paying attention. I was just trying to find targets the whole time, but it it was they were talking shit to each other more than we was talking shit to them. It you could tell that they were not coordinated. I I have no idea how they were undefeated this whole time because I didn't see not one fight from them. Actually, I take that back. At the very end of SVS, um, I was holding Dallas in their state, um, Dallas County, and. Uh, I did have someone come and, and run a rally on me, but they were idiots because I literally ran around in my cab gear because that's my strongest um, that's my strongest gear I have. I ran around cab gear the whole SVS. Every rally I ran, I think I ran maybe one or two range rallies, but everything else was cab. The whole entire time I'm sitting in my cab gear, and this person came at me in range, came at me in a range rally. Which, I mean, I kudos to you for, like, getting your alliance together to run a rally on me and try to take my building. But you sent the stupidest troop to me. Like, seriously? It was it was hilarious, honestly. Because <laughs> I literally ported over there and put my sheriff and my uh, cavalry in the building. And I told my alliance, hey, guys, take your infantry out and throw your... Uh, calves in there and they lost like 70 million force or something on that rally I they didn't really even have like a big rally size but they, they lost a lot of troops and so plus they're coming and hitting all t4 troops in the building and they had like half of their troops in the rally was t3 so i don't i don't know idea what they were doing but they were they were practicing i guess i mean they were trying <laughs> they did a lot more than the rest of their state that did I think it was SC something. I don't even know. All right. So uh, you're giving a shout out. 
Shout out to yeah, the loser group. To, yeah, shout out to sexy ass for rallying my building, but you sent the wrong troop type. Uh, so do, well, let me let me ask you something. Let me ask you like uh, your secrets. Um, do you how do you have your sheriff uh, development skills set? Um, you obviously probably have four by now. So what are your four skill sets? Do you have one for range? Do you have one for infantry? And do you have one for cav? Uh, yes, I have one for each troop type. I also have a mixed defense um, setup that I sit in just when I go to bed or whatever. That's what I'm sitting in is my mix. Um, so if someone decided they wanted to rally me, um, I have a pretty equal amount of attack and defense for all my troops. Um, but I do have a cav, a range, and an infantry, and I have literally the on my skills at the very on the top tree of this sheriff skills. Like for each type, I have that maxed out, plus the life and the I put. I don't even know. I haven't even looked at them in a long time. But so you don't yeah. even shield up. Um, not normally. Um, if I'm like doing an event like super army training or grand development where I'm sitting with a bunch of resources on me and I'm sitting research gear for two or three days because I'm pushing research or something like that, I'll, I'll pop a shield and, uh, and, and just sit around in research gear just cause I don't, I don't want to take a rally in research gear obviously, but, um, I, I do shield sometimes. Uh, I'm, I'm not ashamed of it in, in my state. If you're ashamed of shielding, uh, there's something wrong with you because there's nobody in my state that's untouchable. Uh, we, I think we proved that during SVS. We were trying to go after a 1.9 billion player. So uh, we, we all, there, there's no shame in shielding being, being my size. And I'm, eight, I'm, I'm 730 mil now. So I'm definitely probably going to be putting a shield on the next couple of days because my meat is fucked up. It's all sitting in my monument. I am an easy range rally right now, but don't rally me, guys. I love you all. <laughs> Listen to her. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone for a couple of days. My monument heal up. Um, all right. So, is there any is there anybody that um, I should interview about uh, state versus state with forty uh, three? Uh, I mean. Really, like, uh, Queen Gladdy, she got first place in State vs. State. I mean, that girl went crazy. There was, like, a few times where we had, we set rally after rally after rally, and these, these people would just shield on us, just shield. And we had to cancel the rally, give everybody their gold back for unlocking slots. And it was like that for a little while. We were finding targets, but they were shielding immediately. Shielding. You can tell these are people that don't sit with a shield on most of the time because... They they didn't know what to do. There was a rally popped on them, and they, they shielded immediately. So, um, Gladdy, of course, she's she's awesome. There was a few times where she's just like, you know what, I'm, I'm tired of running rallies. I'm just going to go solo this big-ass person I shouldn't be soloing. And if I get my sheriff taken, you guys have to save it. So, uh, she, she got first place because she went crazy on a few people. I love Gladdy to death. Uh, super nice person. Um, she can tell you how SVS went. She pulled an all-nighter with me also. We were on Discord most of the night talking. Um, and every time we find a target, there was a couple other people from my state on there also just chatting with us. And every time we would find a target, we would all just go and set a rally on them. And that person would have three or four rallies set on them and within a couple minutes. So... Glad he's one of those people. Um, Lisa Jane, she got second place. That girl is, I don't know what she's doing. I, I think she was like eating troops for breakfast or something because she would just, you wouldn't even see her in chat or you wouldn't even see her in the state at all. But she's just racking up points. I think she was tile hitting the fuck out of 49 because they was in our state trying to get their points somehow and all of a sudden I look over there and she's in first place and then Claudia ended up jumping her but Lisa Jane she, that girl she's, she's crazy she's out pile hitting everybody I'm uh, sitting here I'm, I'm looking at 
And so I'm looking at my Alliance report right now, and I just noticed something. My farm had captured a sheriff <laughs> during a hit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. They sent 197 troops and lost their sheriff. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. How many troops do you have in your farm? Uh, only like maybe a hundred thousand, but I'm still I'm still um, gathering a million an hour in food and about five hundred thousand in silver, uh, even with those million uh, hundred thousand troops. So, uh, yeah, okay. that's that was interesting to sit there and look at. So, if you could uh, have them pe have them uh, listen to this podcast and and see if they'll do an interview with me, I'd appreciate it, and then. Uh, you can give them my line app for anyone who's listening and uh, wants to be interviewed on the SVS or just to chit chat with me. It's uh, Alien Casinos. That's my line ID. You can go ahead and add me and shoot me a message. Thanks so much, uh, the bank robber, for doing this with me uh, this evening. We went longer. We we could, I could basically publish this whole podcast on just this. So I appreciate the link that you gave me. Uh, if you guys love this uh, podcast on the West Game and other topics, go to anchor.fm forward slash Game Tech Politics. You can donate just 99 cents. That's it. Just $1. Um, that's like three pennies um, for every month, I guess, or every day, uh, three pennies. Um, so go to anchor.fm forward slash Game Tech Politics. Hit that subscribe button and also the support button. Or you can just take and share this podcast, like it, and um, share it with everybody that plays this game. The Bank Robber 69, congratulations on your win. Congratulations also on uh, placing third in your SVS. That's a, a huge accomplishment, especially with uh, the players that you guys were going against. And thanks again, guys, for listening. This was Game Tech Politics. You guys have a great week.